everyone. So I thought I'd kind of continue on my podcasting um, and look at the role of um, guidance in the IPRC process. So I thought I'd pull from my own personal experience in my private school and kind of what role the guidance has been playing. Now, um, just to kind of reiterate something I've mentioned before, uh, we actually haven't had guidance until the last two years. So this is only about the second year we've had guidance counselors in the school and well, counselor, counselor, just me this year. Um, But we did, um, I have been running the safe space program for a while, but that's kind of separate. But it kind of in terms of looking at um, the role that guidance has been playing in the um, IPRC process, ours um, as a private school is a little different because we have been predominantly an international boarding school with very little Canadians until recently. We only started accepting Canadian students in the last two years. Uh, And this year has been the most Canadian students we've had with eight students. So prior to this, um, when we had a student with exceptionalities, um, it was fairly rare. And if they did have exceptionalities, it was because um, there is a stigma outside of North America around this for students. Um, A lot of parents, especially Asian parents, do not want to admit that there is anything outside the norm or what they considered norm with their children. Um, Oftentimes they would not disclose important information to us um, just because they did not want their students to be to, or their, their, their children to be um, turned down within the boarding school. Um, because unfortunately, if a student is unable to um, care for themselves in a boarding school environment, they cannot be at a boarding school. Uh, and this has happened several times where we've had students who um, couldn't bathe themselves or were unable to kind of dress themselves in the morning. And so they were unable to stay just because of this. But the parents, of course, did not disclose any of this to us prior to the student's arrival. So it it leads to some unfortunate circumstances. So with kind of the, the forward progression of the school and getting in now more Canadian students, um, we have been starting to kind of look into this IPRC process within our school. And uh, so far, um, there has been some work, um, not so much with the parents, uh, because as I mentioned, some of the parents outside of North America, again, do not want to discuss this and are not open to this. So what happens in those instances is it's a lot more of the support for the teachers as well as the residential staff and for the student themselves is where the the guidance begins to play a bigger role. Um, For those parents who are willing to discuss, um, it it can be difficult for them to navigate sort of what 
uh, the exceptionalities are and what we can do for the students in terms of exceptionalities. Um, now we do, of course, that being said, we do have a lot of parents who do embrace the process um, and they're very happy that their, their child is getting attention that they weren't getting um, back home or that they're they're getting the assistance that they require. So the guidance does help in that respect to kind of um, bridge the gap and and kind of smooth out a little bit to to help the parents in terms of accepting that this is nothing to worry about or to be concerned about in terms of the IPRC. Uh, for the um, back, of course uh, closer to home. Uh, we do have the stakeholders of the uh, staff at the private school, um, including the teachers as well as the residential advisors, who are the people who look after the students um, when the school day ends. So they are with them from about five o'clock onwards, um, and then of course the teachers are with them during the day. So. The guidance provides a support in terms of offering um, to speak with students as needed or um, providing a safe spot for the students to go. Oftentimes, if a student was struggling in class or having some um, just a bad day even, um, my office was open or my classroom was open and they could come and sit and work with me. Um, in a in an area that was kind of quiet in a way so I, I do provide that um, as we know not every single teacher is uh, comfortable dealing with certain situations or with students with exceptionalities um, there are some people who, who just uh, do not get along so then in this instance um, I can provide assistance and being able to be a safe spot for the the student to come which is then of course what guidance does for the the students in terms of this process they are able to um in in some instances uh kind of help them negotiate what exactly the process is as well as how this can help um transition between and bridge the gap between academics as well as uh, the social aspects because we are unusual for a public as opposed to a public school the day doesn't stop when the student goes home because the school is home so a lot of time these sorts of things go just beyond the school day and academics into the nightlife of the student at the dorms and whether or not there there's um support there as well and sometimes there does need to be that additional support which is when the extracurricular activities come into play um, programming in the evening so the the unusual situation in terms of the private school and just because of the um, makeup of our private school in terms of international students it's been a very different outlook from what we usually what what you one would get in a public school and then of course in public schools right now we are getting more and more international students especially in our area there's a huge number of international students who are coming in um and so we're seeing more and more of this in terms of the 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 reluctance to embrace sort of the process just because of this cultural um idea that 
exceptionalities are not good. That everybody needs to be the same, and they want everyone to be a a a, a normal. I'm using air quotations here, um, as humanly possible. And so this is this is what we start seeing, and this is what we're trying to work with with our students. And so far, it's been successful. Of course, there have been um, unfortunate circumstances where it hasn't, but. We are continuing to develop um, our guidance current role as well as our own IPRC process, which is going to look different than the traditional public school IPRC process. And uh, I think I've uh, kind of talked long enough on this. So thank you again for listening to my next podcast with this and hopefully um, we get a good discussion going about uh, the role of guidance in this process. Thanks.